0: My name is Aaron Bross and this is The Dirt, Confessions of a Tree Planter. Art for this podcast comes from another tree planter, Bethany Davis, as part of her illustration series, Follow the Trees. This is a podcast about tree planting as a reforestation practice in the silviculture industry. Tree planters are a collective of people who spend much of their lives replenishing a logged area with new forest. However, tree planting is so much more than the physical act of planting thousands of seedlings in the ground day after day as a job. It is about the connections, experiences, bonds, and memories that last a lifetime. The dirt is a place to shed light on the culture that is mostly contained within those who have stuck a shovel in the ground. It is meant to dive deep into all things tree planting as a place for those to reminisce, relate, or to learn. So wherever you're coming from, as any tree planter would say, may the planting gods be with you. Hey folks. I am back and hopefully getting out interviews to you on some semblance of a schedule from now on again. Um, Still doing uh, the last few weeks of work, but yeah, I am trying to get into a bit more of a routine here and get the podcast up and going again for you guys. As almost everyone I know is done tree planting now, um, there is still a little bit wrapping up, but uh, for the most part, this season... I shouldn't say here in Canada, because um, I know there are still some people tree planting right now. But it, it is winding down to a close as the snow is coming. So anyways, I have been waiting to release this interview. Um, I actually did this interview with Everett back in February, <laughs> which just feels like... Well, it was a lifetime ago, um, because the world was totally different in February. Um, but yeah, so I did this interview with Everett Bumstead who is the mastermind behind the much anticipated documentary set for release by CBC called One Million Trees. And if you haven't heard of that documentary before, please listen to this interview and also check out the links I'm going to have for you guys in the show notes. um, So that we'll have links to Um, the Facebook page and the Instagram and all the information that you need to know to access anything about the documentary, to check out the trailer, to check out uh, little clips um, that didn't make it into the film, but that uh, were a part of filming with uh, different people all within the tree planting community. So yeah, do check those out. Um, But yeah, my interview with Everett, uh, we talk First, of course, about his tree planting career um, because he did spend four years as a tree planter um, and this was after he had already finished film school so this is something that's always been a passion of his and he sort of discovered tree planting after that and then that is really where everything um, began for him and began of course for One Million Trees so we then get into the documentary you know how the idea came about for him um, how the whole process of filming and putting the documentary together went and how you know he was even able to land you know a media outlet like CBC to do this documentary, which is just absolutely incredible. So it's a really cool interview to get some sort of background insight into the documentary. And it's why I wanted to plan the release of this interview um, for closer to the release date so that you guys can all check out this interview, you know, learn a little bit more behind the scenes and, and have a little bit of an idea Um, before you actually watch it on CBC. So yeah, I just wanted to provide uh, a little bit more insight into the story behind the documentary and of course the story behind, uh, you know, the man who created this. And um, yeah, so I hope you all enjoy this interview with Everett. Um, As usual, if you have any questions, concerns, etc. you can always reach out to me. And like I said, I am going to try and get interviews out on more of a schedule now. I haven't decided if I'm going to be doing one every week yet or possibly just every two weeks. Um, But I think I might stick with the Thursdays. I was doing the Fridays before, but the Thursdays are feeling kind of good right now. Um, So, but as I make an actual decision on that, I will... I will let you know. But, um, yeah, please pass on this episode to any other planter or anyone in the planting community you know that is stoked about this film coming out. Um, because, yeah, I just think it's really great to have, like, a behind-the-scenes story for this incredible documentary that so many of us were able to be a part of, myself included. So definitely a big thank you to Everett and the whole team. And yeah, just like everybody else, I'm super stoked to see this. And I was super stoked to have Everett uh, come on. You know, we started trade roles here. He interviewed me and and then I got to interview him. So I hope you all enjoy it. And I hope everyone is having uh, a nice fall with Whatever you may be doing with your time now, that is not planting trees. Hey, Everett. Welcome to the show.
1: Hey, Aaron. Thanks for having me.
0: Uh, So first off, uh, let's just start with a little bit about you. Uh, Why don't you tell the listeners who you are?
1: Sure. So my name's Everett Bumstead. Um, I'm a uh, filmmaker. I live in Vancouver, B.C., um, and I did... Four seasons of tree planting. I haven't planted for a couple years now, but I do sometimes think about going back. And uh, right now, I'm working on a documentary called One Million Trees. um, It's about tree planting, and it's a CBC project. But I'm sure we'll talk lots more about that.
0: Yeah, and um, you know, yeah, you mentioned you you put in your time doing a bunch of seasons, and you've been away from it a little bit. Um, I'm curious how you got into tree planting.
1: So I guess I discovered tree planting. Uh yeah, just I just talked to some people that I met who had done it. I had just finished film school. I was a little bit in debt. Um kind of wanting to travel and do a lot of things but not having the money. So I heard you could make a bunch of money tree planting. I was about I think I was 20 and I went to Alberta with uh with a Brinkman camp and and uh, yeah, the rest is history, I guess. <laughs>
0: And so you mentioned that you did four seasons?
1: Yeah, four seasons.
0: All right. And um, yeah, I would ask because, of course, you know, you, you did go to school for films or right before your tree planting days. And and now you're, you know, doing uh, film endeavors uh, with tree planting. So I'm curious, how has tree planting changed or impacted your life?
1: Oh, man, I think hugely uh it kind of i can't even say how much it's impacted my life as far as broadening my horizons like the people that i've met um you know the kind of conversations you have uh, totally have changed how i viewed the world and what i thought was possible you know i probably wouldn't have such big ambitions about making this documentary if i hadn't met all these uh different characters who've shown me Alternative ways of living and and doing things, and then yeah, like the money has been such a a, a way for me to progress my filmmaking career. Like just buying camera equipment, um, having some time off to do to apply for grants and do writing and stuff like that. It's just been huge for my self development. It's hard to say how much it's impacted me, but it's probably the most significant. You know, like job experience or even like school experience type of thing I've, I've had for sure.
0: And so of course uh, you know with this job um, many highs, many lows, uh, just the first thing that would come to your mind as I ask this question, uh, what is your favorite tree planting memory?
1: Okay my favorite tree planting memory? So you said the first thing that comes to my mind so I I won't think about it too much but but the the one thing I I think about a lot is uh kind of the feeling on the way home when you're in the truck and you got your dirty muddy hand like hanging out the window feeling the breeze and and you're done work for the day and you know you got a day off tomorrow I think that's I, that's where I went to just like I guess the satisfaction after a, a, a good day on the block kind of thing when you just spent
0: yeah and you know with that being said uh what is your worst tree planting memory
1: my worst tree planting memory um that's a good question I guess uh, in, my, in my first season, I, we had a really nasty experience um, with uh, our camp cooks, uh, apparently kind of lied uh, talking about their credibility, and I don't think they had ever been camp cooks before, and uh, I remember my first season having a bunch of problems with the food being terrible, and, and if you've ever experienced... Like usually tree planting camps have amazing food and, and so when the food's bad, it brings morale to, uh, to a really low points. Um, I remember like one day coming back from work and the lunch for, for from breakfast still being out on the table in like a 25 degree sunny hot tent and things like that. Um, a bunch of people getting sick from the food. That's, that's probably the worst that I could think of. Yeah, suit. and
0: I can I can totally attest to that. Um I had a season um I had a season with absolutely. I mean, the cooks themselves weren't that bad, but just the money that was being spent on the food like it was not of quality and you know, we were having things like powdered milk and powdered potatoes and, you know, powdered eggs and you know just the cheapest stuff you could <laughs> find and only you know like bologna and cheese whiz and pb and j for lunch sandwiches and like no block treats and it was rough like i basically survived that season on vector bars and yeah you you're miserable when you're working so hard and you're not able to like eat good food and i also became a skeleton um, which I used to scare myself after a, a shift and I would look in the a mirror and I, I scared myself cause there was like so many bones and things like sticking out like more and more like throughout the season. So yeah, food that's is horrible. like, yeah, that's pretty bad. So I can, yeah, I can, I can attest totally. Um, now you mentioned that you did four seasons and you've been out of the game now, um, and you know, not planting for the last three years. Um, I'm curious because you're still obviously in a way connected to the industry. You know, I think everyone always kind of will be, but I'm curious if, you know, you would ever consider going back in the future. Like, is that door totally closed for you? Of course, it's a bit of a loaded question to to ask someone, you know, um, are you retired or do you ever plan to go back? Um, But yeah, I'm curious what your thoughts are on that.
1: Um, It's actually funny that you of all people bring this up because uh so I definitely had kind of thought that door was closed in my mind at least um I had been calling myself an ex-planter and so I so after meeting you and and having our interview for the documentary um you helped me connect with uh Dirk Brinkman and so I sent him an email and referred to myself as an (laughs) ex-planter and then when I met with him uh he he had a really hard time with that. He he couldn't you know he, he kept saying how he he doesn't even consider himself an ex-planter. You know he's he's still a tree planter, and so he got me questioning myself. And I do yeah I have to be honest in the last couple of months been thinking a lot about a little victory lap or uh, or uh, yeah getting into it again. It's uh, I think I didn't do it in a way that was uh, as sustainable as. A lot of the people that I've seen now, I think I really went at it with like a sprint, trying to make as much money as I could, and then uh, saw the damage it was doing to my body and and thought that that was what tree planting was going to do to me. So I I was like, oh, I don't, I got to stop this or else I'm going to do damage. But I think that I actually could do it in a more sustainable way and I could do it as I get older. Um, Just I would have to change my form a little bit. But yeah.
0: That's so funny, and uh, yeah, you know I can I can attest to that as well because um, my first couple seasons especially like I was I was a high baller and I was just going for it, and that was really exciting at the time and you know it was very competitive um, and then you know a little bit through the geology career, I had to which kind of forced me to slow down and like not do full seasons for quite a while um, but then also moving over to the coast and coastal planting because yes, it's still hard on your body, but in some ways it's more sustainable. And that's, you know, like we've talked about before interviewing for the documentary, like I'm one of those crazy people that likes really gnarly ground, but it's also because you can put in like half the amount of trees and make like just as much or more money for that. Um, and I've, I've definitely adopted that sort of more sustainable um, style of planting like long-term because yeah, I I still really love it. I'd love to keep doing it, whether it's big full seasons or just like smaller contracts here and there. Um, yeah. It's just such like a flexible, a flexible job that you can always kind of fall back on, which is so cool. And uh, yeah, so it'll be, you know, I'll be watching out to see if you uh, if you come back into the game or maybe like switch over to the coast with some of us and uh Yeah. I would say the the coast is a much more um like livable lifestyle with planting and and because you're not like sleeping on the ground in a tent and you can shower every day and sleep in a bed and all that stuff's pretty nice to have.
1: <laughs> Very true. Yeah, maybe next time you'll see me I'll be on the block.
0: That'd be super rad. Yeah, that'd be <laughs> awesome. Um That'd be awesome. Okay, so yeah, let's talk about this documentary. Um, because you know I I saw so you guys kind of advertising about on Facebook. And then obviously I had the utmost privilege to be involved with it. And so it's called 1 million trees and yeah, just tell the listeners here about, yeah, how you came up with this idea and, and how it came about.
1: Sure. Um, yeah, I guess I started thinking about this project. It would have been six or seven years ago just while I was planting. And, and honestly, it was just like, um, I think everybody has something that their mind goes back to a lot while they're, while you're planting, you get 10 hours a day with a lot of time to think. And so this is, was kind of my like little brain project that I would fantasize and come up with these ideas and scripts and scenes of, of how you could make like a film about tree planting. Um, I guess at the same time I was, I was reading Moby Dick and I had this idea about, about making like a Moby Dick for tree planting, something that would like put all the quirks and, uh, interesting bits and kind of the stories all about this united by this trade of work that people do and, uh, and, uh, put it into one kind of piece. So that's kind of where it all came from. And, and, um, yeah, while I was planting, I was applying for grants and trying to get some funding to do it for a long while, um, to no luck, I almost gave up on it for a little while, but I had my little like demo trailer, on youtube with the footage that i had made for my uh, first couple seasons and uh yeah somehow this last summer a producer at cbc saw that trailer on youtube which has less than like 300 views so i don't know how she saw it but uh she saw that and and sent me an email and uh and then from there i just tried to take advantage of that awesome opportunity
0: awesome and were you you know, because you always had this idea, of course, and you always kind of tried to keep it going, even after you were, you know, yeah, like considering yourselves an ex-planter out of the game. I'm curious too if it's, um, you know, if you were more disconnected from the planting world at that point, and then now, you know, you weren't expecting this, and and uh, you know that you've kind of really reconnected to the planting industry more. Um, how do you feel about that, and how do you feel it's it's influencing the film?
1: I think that's so true. Like I uh, mentally was was getting further and further away from planting. Um it's funny because I from my last time planting, I held onto my corks because I had it in mind, like, no, I'll hold on to these corks because next time I use them, I'm gonna be filming for the documentary. And I probably held on to them for like three or four years, and then I think I gave them away to a friend maybe like two or three months before we ended up getting the funding. So like right before this happened, I was, I was like kind of not giving up, but like I had totally put this on pause. And so yeah, my life was moving in the opposite direction away from the planting world. And then totally, just like you said, um, doing this project has just been uh, an excuse for me to meet a bunch of old friends, uh, meet a bunch of new people, it's almost, it's almost been like that first day when you arrive at the planting camp and you're introducing yourself to these forty different characters at once. Uh, that's kind of what the filming has been like with a lot of familiar faces, so um, it's been really awesome reintegrating myself back into the planting culture um, and then yeah, like how it's affecting the film um, that's a That's a tough one, I guess because of taking. This time away, um, it's allowed me to look at tree planting from the perspective of uh, like more like a non-planter. And so I would hope that um, that time away um, will help me with the film, just making it something that like a regular person can understand as well as a a tree planter as well, having that kind of um, appeal to both audiences. That's the best answer I got, I think.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, that's awesome. And um, of course, yeah, I mean, this was sort of last last summer, I think, that I, I connected with you guys. It's been a while now, and I've seen you guys out there. You know, you've been traveling around, um, doing lots of different types of filming all over the place. Um, yeah, just tell us a bit more about, you know, how you all have gone about the filming process.
1: Okay, yeah so the one thing about the grant is that um, the time frame is not um doesn't line up very well with the planting season we basically had from the end of august or september to our deadline is going to be june 1st and so the main planting season is like typically may june july kind of time frame um so that has been the biggest hurdle to get over um the main kind of the skeleton of the film is is the dialogue with planters and the interviews and just talking to people sharing their stories and so for that uh, we've just been interviewing as many people as possible we've probably interviewed between 40 and 50 people um, and we still will be doing a few more before we're done and then uh, we've been filming on Few coastal blocks, like the, all of our filming of planting, has been coastal footage. And so, to get around that, because we want to make a film that just really kind of tells the comprehensive story of planting, like as much as possible, we want to show the different provinces and the, the different regions and stuff. And so, we've had a few different people now um, submitting footage, tree planters who are also like filmmakers or videographers. Um, yeah some people to mention um, Scooter Jonathan Clark uh, sent us like over a terabyte of footage like yeah. just the stuff that he's been filming for years uh, and going through that was like incredible um, like the guy literally sent us like he's got clips of every kind of animal you can that you could see out there he's got clips of like helis in crazy places um, another guy uh, his name's Calvin Van Aragon uh, he's from Ontario, so he sent us like some cool footage of people on school buses, and you know, just that Ontario feel. Guys like uh, people, planters riding home in the back of pickup trucks, uh, stuff that you don't that you don't see all the time out here, I guess. Um, so yeah, that's kind of been the the method of, of get, assembling all the different elements. Um, and then we're also recording like some live musical performances with any like musicians that we meet. Um, trying to incorporate like just the planter cultural elements like um, especially with some photographers and artists we're doing like little collaborations and stuff like that and and yeah trying to it's it's a big kind of a scrapbook type of thing of of all these different facets of planting
0: I'm curious too because um, I know you've just mentioned to me before like how overwhelmed um, you've been by the response from the planting community of of people who are just willing to yeah send you like a terabyte of like photo and video footage from like 20 years and you know all these people submitting um yeah all these different forms of of art and capturing planting for the film um like how how have you felt about like that response and like the willingness of the planting community to really like contribute to this documentary
1: oh it really has been so cool um and like for us making the documentary like we're it's um you know we have funding but it's still an indie documentary so we're all still working full-time jobs to support ourselves while we're doing this so um sometimes people have i've had a couple of people like thank me or say you're doing a good job at um like producing this this film and i keep saying that it feels like it's producing itself because every time sure. i put out a facebook post or i'm asking for help yeah, the the response is overwhelming. Like, I can't even keep up with uh, the inbox of the One Million Trees, like, Facebook page. So that's, uh, I think, yeah, that's, like, a a measure of the film, too. Like, it would be a lot different for filmmakers who aren't tree planters to come in and try to make a film about tree planting. I think um, kind of the measure of, like in my mind in lots of ways like the measure of how good it's going to be is also like how much the community wants to contribute you know because if it's if people aren't keen to contribute like planting's this hidden world it's not it's not easy to capture this culture and that's the reason that there is no other or there are there are plenty of like movies and videos but in like the mainstream and the public eye there there hasn't really been um a big portrayal of tree planting because it is kind of the secret world and and uh so yeah like having people participate is everything um uh, yeah i can't i can't even say enough like how many times our plan's gone totally wrong and in the morning we have nothing to film and by 10 a.m we have five people lined up for interviews like it's it's pretty cool and i hope i'm just scared now because uh we have so many people who, who have contributed that all has stake in the documentary. So I just hope it can live up to everyone's expectations.
0: <laughs> yeah. And I just wanted to touch as well on, cause I know, um, yeah, unfortunately, I mean, I didn't get a chance to go, but that, that you were at at least one of the, the stops on the tree planting film festival that started up, um, earlier this year in the fall. Um, yeah. And I, and I, think that you guys had submitted a little short for it for the documentary if i'm correct
1: yeah we played uh the demo uh which got us the grant in the first place the one that was on youtube and had less than 300 views we played that
0: yeah and so i'm curious how just how the experience was i mean of course you know just playing the little short film but but being at a tree planting film festival which has never existed before and uh yeah how you feel even just as a filmmaker and you know being able to kind of merge these two um big parts of your life together and you know what the response was like from you know the community there just seeing that and and being able to talk to you guys and um you know see you in the process of doing all of this and and even from because I know I've heard of of other you know family members and friends and people not from the planting community that attended some of these um film festival stops.
1: Yeah, like um when I heard there was a a first ever tree planting film festival taking place at the at the same time that we were trying to make this documentary it just seemed like um oh yeah just amazing uh i guess like serendipity uh, and it goes to show that this community does want this kind of thing. There's a there's obviously a need for it and a place for it. So um, yeah, the guys organizing the fest um, uh, summit they were super welcoming to us and have been super supportive in in our process as well. And uh, it'll be interesting next year um, because our film by the time they do the film festival again, it will have already played on. TV, so I'm not sure like whether we'll be able to participate or how it will work. But the fact that that exists is just the coolest thing, um, and I really hope that that they're able to keep it going. It seems like it was a it was a successful event, um, but yeah, like um, I kind of forget you the what you're asking about. It. it just is amazing that that it lined up at the same time that we were making this, and it was such a cool way for us to connect with um what's going to be you know our future audience when we do our first screens as well
0: yeah you know i i thought the same thing because you know i had already obviously met with you guys and knew what you were doing and then saw just on social media um the advertisement for it and i was like wow this is amazing and you know yeah there's so many people that have been making you know like you did with just um the little trailer like so many people that have made just little, little planting films and, you know, they get shared all the time, like on King Kong, on social media, um, just kind of within the planting community. So yeah, I think it's a really cool opportunity to be kind of opening the door a little wider and like, you know, letting everybody else in and, and getting maybe a, a, a bit, Bigger of a glimpse than uh, is currently there into like the tree planting world, and especially like the tree planting world today, because you know there are some films that exist out there that you know have been watched enough. You know, like Do It With Joy, for example, which is a bit more um, into the history of planting, even because a lot of the footage in that film, of course, um, looks so different from what tree planting is now. So I think it's really great to be capturing it in a bigger way of like yeah, tree planting in 2020 and uh and what what it looks like so i'm curious too you know you mentioned um with the filming um that you guys have had to do most of your filming on you know a fairly strict timeline so yeah what what are the plans in terms of the timeline of of the documentary um when are you planning to have it finished or have it released
1: so we have to have it finished, um, yeah, at the very beginning of June. And then I believe it'll be released, um, I'm thinking it towards the end of August or beginning of September, I don't exactly know yet. Um, yeah, and then it'll be playing on CBC TV for any of the old people out there who have television, and then it'll be on <laughs> CBC Jam online so that uh, everybody else can watch it.
0: <laughs> wow, that's... Uh... not trying to stress you out or anything that that's coming up quick that that is like a very um yeah just because just based on the amount of footage I know that you guys have been getting on your own and getting from other people that's so much to do um in such a short window really like less than a year
1: yeah totally right now is kind of the final push of filming like I think a lot of um people in my place who have a deadline in June probably wouldn't want it still be filming so we're we're cutting it really close and the next couple months are just going to be a lot of work for us for sure
0: and so what can viewers expect from this film um like especially for planters you know like you mentioned a little bit that the skeleton of it is really interviews with planters but but yeah what else can we expect from this and even for those listeners who aren't planters um what can they expect to see
1: well, I wouldn't want to promise anyone the world. The thing about planting is that there are just so many details um, and so many different facets and stories and characters that um, it's almost impossible to really do justice. Uh, we only have forty-four minutes, so. Um, but I think what you can expect is um, is a. Oh geez, I I hesitate because I uh, <laughs> I want to keep expectations low so I can exceed them but <laughs> um I think it's a film which is meant to represent the experience that you go through planting so I think what you can expect is is to uh is a documentary that that somewhat feels like uh how it felt to go planting your first time and and onwards kind of thing
0: <laughs> And so What do you think uh, will be different about this film and this documentary versus other planting films that exist out there already? I think
1: that, um, I think we're just going into more detail than I've ever seen before. Um, I think we're talking about it from a uniquely planting perspective. rather than kind of explaining it to the real world where the idea is more about giving the real world a taste of it, um, you know, letting them experience it rather than talking them through it. Um, I think most of the films about planting that I've seen haven't been, um, have been shorts. So it's gonna be a bit longer. So we're gonna go into more detail. yeah, I think it'll be a little more comprehensive than than most of the tellings of planting I've seen at least.
0: Awesome. Well, yeah, I'm really I'm really looking forward to it and uh yeah, I'm curious cuz I've been following along um and of course, you know, I'll mention this, it'll be in the show notes, but yeah, I've been following along on social media with you guys and to see, you know, where you've been going and where you've been filming and little updates and stuff like that. So yeah, I'm, I'm super stoked to see the finished product as I'm sure, you know, many other people are too. Um, and so, yeah, just to wrap up, I really like to ask this question. Um, what is one piece of advice you would give anyone who is considering going tree planting or will be going tree planting for their first time this season?
1: Um, one piece of advice I would give someone going planting. Um, I think I would. I think I would tell them to take their time and enjoy it, and not uh, think about. And to try not to think about the money as much as as uh, as you do. I, that's something that I think about from my planting time. I barely ever stopping to to appreciate the views and some of these places and take it all in. And so, from filming, I've been on, I've put myself on all these blocks where I don't have the responsibility of planting trees, and it's been a totally different experience. And I've been able to really enjoy going to these places, whereas when I was driving there in the truck as a planter, it was often just kind of a feeling of dreading it. So, yeah, I think just like enjoy it, uh, appreciate where you are, and and uh, yeah, I don't know, the money, the money just happens. So that's, that's my advice, I guess.
0: <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you so much, Everett, for, uh, you know, coming and participating in my own creative endeavors here on the show. Um, yeah, I super appreciate you coming on it and talking all about the documentary. And, and I think I can speak for everyone when I say that we're all super stoked that, you know, divine timing has all worked out and that you're doing this. And uh, yeah, we all can't wait to see the finished product.
1: Cool. Thank you so much for having me. And, and I'm equally stoked to see uh, where this podcast goes and to, uh, to hear some of the episodes and see what you're up to. I think it's an awesome idea and something that we really need. So awesome.
0: Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Everett, and uh, good luck with the rest of the filming. Thanks, Erin. Bye-bye.